What's good, you whores? No, <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. What is good, y'all? We are back with another episode of Bunsy's Corner. Episode, what, 32? Look at me, I'm in my 30s now. I'm going 30 for 30, anyways. <laughs> what is good, what is good? Um, I'm, like, recording pretty late. It's, like, midnight. And look, my friend, she just texted me because she wants to smoke. Hold on. Um... But what's good with y'all, man? Happy weekend. I had to work yesterday. Um, I think, yeah, last time we spoke, I was telling you guys about, like, how fucking the Roni was raw-dogging me. <laughs> I was fucking, I was, like, out of commission, man. Um, so I finally went back to work on, uh, excuse me, I finally went back to work on Friday. Um, and it was, it, it was fine. The first couple hours was a bit woozy couldn't really stand too long but after about two three hours of being there i was like Yo, i'm good i can I'll, I'll be fine um i had to work yesterday which was you know it was actually really kind of dead saturday um especially towards the evening we had a couple rushes but more so towards the evening it was pretty pretty busy but you know it's gonna come with retail um Fuck, I forgot what I was gonna say. I literally had like a thought just now and I was gonna fucking go into it, but I don't I don't fucking know. Um Where can we start, man? I guess it's weird. Okay, there won't I feel I, I guess it's gonna probably sound like I'm whispering. It's only because I'm recording at like midnight. <laughs> and I don't wanna wake up I don't wanna wake nobody up. Um I could have recorded in my car, but hey yo, let me tell you something about the weather that's popping outside right now. That weather, it, it is snowing. Cats and dogs. Uh, why do why do white people have that saying? I've never understood that. It's raining cats and dogs. You ever, that ever makes sense to you? Never has. It never has. Um, it is yeah. It's it is coming down. It looks like it's gonna be coming down well into the morning. So I'd rather not um, have to go clean my car. That's the one thing I truly hate <laughs> about winter. Is no like I've said this before, but thirty years on this earth, and snow still gets me. Snow still like. Every time I see it, I'm like, is this is this real? Is this shit? Is it ever going to disappear? Because I honestly don't feel like it ever is. But um, it is it is fucking and it's like it's the packing snow. So, you know, the snow that like you can make like a good snowball and lick one of your boys in the feet. Yo, I used to know this kid. Oh, man. Rest in peace to Nigel Kane, man. I used to know this kid uh, in elementary school in like the second grade and he used to fucking eat snow i'm sure all of us knew the one kid or maybe could remember the kid who used to eat snow but this he used to fucking like he used to get really bad nosebleeds and he would put the blood in the snow and then eat it <laughs> even hey listen i did some pretty gross shit when i was in the second grade but that whoa whoa buddy like what are we doing um but yeah uh, rest in peace to nigel man he he passed he he got gunned down in like 2011. I remember seeing that on the news, and that was pretty, uh, huh, interesting. Um, yeah, I was supposed to record earlier, and I didn't. Um, I've been feeling very blah. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. I've just been feeling blah. Um, today, mostly just today. Yesterday I was fine, but today's really just been like a, a whatever kind of day very monotone very like you know i'm sure you can hear it in my voice the energy is like mad low but it is what it is you guys are gonna fucking listen to me anyways bitch anyways um how's your weekend guys you have a 
fruitful weekend. I know none of y'all, if y'all leaving your house tomorrow, y'all about your fucking mind if you think you're going to get some shit off. Um, you know what, man? Let's play some music, man. Passion, Insta, sweat beats, feel me. Cupid's shot me. Heartbeats racing. going to be an Aaliyah episode. Uh, rest in peace to the queen, Aaliyah. Um, she would actually have been 43 today. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. It's crazy that like, and not just with her, well, even just with, even with her, we can use her as an example, but it's crazy to know um, an Im- the, the impact that her music has left. And she's been gone, what, 20 years now? Hold well, on, let me get some water real quick. water brands sponsor me (laughs) um yeah man she's been gone 20 years and it it feels like damn 2001 i was eight and i like i still remember that shit plastered all over the news um yeah it's crazy man rest in peace to Aaliyah, man um i want to play something for you guys 
because I still don't fully understand what it is I heard <laughs> when I listened to this video. Um, it's it's with Demi Lovato, and as you guys know, uh, she, or if you don't know, Demi Lovato cons considers herself, I think, non-binary, if I'm not mistaken, and she uses the pronouns they, them. Um, so, and I came across this post on Instagram. <laughs> I just read it again, and I'm like, what the fuck? It says, Demi Lovato, Demi Lovato says they recently performed for an audience of ghosts. Let's play the clip. Yes. And you sang to an audience of ETs, which is really cool. <laughs> I sang, well, I, it was, I think it was a room full of ghosts. Okay. Um, you know, easy to confuse, but easy um, to confuse. Educate <laughs> me, please. We were originally setting out to search for UFOs and ETs, and then we came across this city called Vulture City, and Vulture City is known for these. Look, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? And an old brothel, and so we set up those machines. You yeah, just the EMF detectors. There you go. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, I we. Set it's just up two dumb bitches talking like. And I decided to sing for them. Oh my and god. They went off when I finished. They I never had a standing ovation from ghosts. I love it. But I'd this, like to think there was the standing ovation with my feels is otra, otra, uh, <laughs> There's no way. There I refuse to believe. And let me be let me be very clear here. They just be putting anyone in spaces to occupy space in like media outlets. Because the host of that show, God bless her soul, but what are you talking like you're you're listening. First of all, Demi Lovato is on a whole other planet. Let's let's just start there. But as the interviewer, you're gonna sit there and well, I guess I guess you kind of have to. You kind of just have to sit there and roll with the bullshit coming out of the 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 interviewee's mouth, which is pretty nuts. Which is pretty nuts. I think I think they have footage. Oh wait, there's another clip. I have made contact. It's not been in like she's the made contact with a ghost phone home type of right. sense, but I have made contact by meditating and looking up and seeing things in the sky that weren't there when I started meditating. So now that you've made <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 what? What are you? What? 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 What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? You talking about you made contact with um a, a alien life form? Just pause right there, guys. I very much believe that there is life form in on different planets, different universes, like different universes. I do believe that I refuse to believe that um life on Earth is truly the only it is truly the only life form that exists out there. I I, I that would be I think I think. I think it's fair to say, or even reasonable to say, that it's very naive of any of us to even think that, to think that we're the only ones that exist out there. So I can extend that olive branch by, you know, defending her in that regard by saying, yeah, you know, there's definitely some other things out there that we don't know about. Now, <laughs> I truly don't believe that if, because there are other life forms out there, I don't think that they want to engage with humans. And out of all humans, Demi Lovato. Like, I don't, I just don't, I'm not rolling with that. You're talking about you performed in front of an audience full of ghosts. What are you talking about? 
Are you on drugs again? All right, let me not get into that because that's personal. Talking about craziness. Speaking of craziness, I know I talked about this a couple episodes ago. Episodes ago, Bunzi English. Um, I talked about Young Dolph. Uh, let me get some water real quick though. Goddamn, I almost spilled it all over my goddamn self. For those who don't know or who don't remember, rapper Young Dolph was murdered um, in cold blood. Uh, I want to say it was in December. Had to have been December. Maybe late December. Um, through, I guess, the couple months of searching, they finally found the killers. Um, cause that, that, and that's amazing to me. Uh, justice was served to the family. Um, he left two two girls behind and a wife, if I'm not mistaken, or a partner. Um but I know he left behind some kids, um, and I, you know, un- unfortunately, unfortunately, you have to find the W. You have to find the win and the loss. Unfortunately, so rest in peace, Young Dolph. Um, and prayers and condolences to his uh, his loved ones, because I, you know, it's not easy losing someone that means something to you. You know, it's it's hard. So um, I just wanted to share that because I felt that that was important to uh, to address real quick. Man, like, ah, it, it is true what they say. I know I've talked about this before, but the, you know, no matter what it is you do, no matter what scale, whether it be small or big, medium, if you are in the form of entertainment in some, some variation, there are going to be people who don't like you, but the most hate will truly come from where you are from. It's true. It's true. You know, because when I sell this, I'm telling you right now, when I sell this podcast for millions, <laughs> when I sell this podcast for millions, I'm not staying in fucking in the GTA, the greater Toronto area. No, I'm cool. I know, I know I've like, I've angered a lot of people in my, in my, oh, excuse me, in my, in my, uh, my adulthood or even just my life, I would say. I know I've angered people. I've made some enemies. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. I'm sure right now there are people who um, don't like me because of the support that I get from my podcast. You know, it is what it is. I can't, I can't, you can't change that. But what you can change, and this just really goes to anyone. It's not just speaking about me or even Young Dolph anymore. But if you, um, you find yourself finding success in whatever it is that you are doing, be prepared. If you are going to stay where you are from, um, be prepared for that hate, man. It is going to come. It is going to come. Yeah, I, I've I've hated on niggas before. <laughs> I've hated from I've hated on niggas from the city before, so you know I get it. But at some point, you got to grow and mature and get out of that mind state and just be like, "Yo, everyone does, everyone does their own thing," and you can only wish. You know, if it doesn't affect you, don't don't even speak on it. It's like, what's the point, right? It's like it's just bringing unnecessary attention and energy to something that really has nothing to do with you that person that you might be feeling ill towards they don't pay your bills you don't pay theirs so why does there ever need to be any friction that's my political correct way of saying i don't want to get shot by none of you niggas who are pissed off. <laughs> oh man i don't know what up but i don't know what's up with Danny levine what, what, what are you talking about you performed in front of ghosts what do you, you the, you the ghost whisperer now? Like, I don't know, man. This should just be super, uh, duper wild. Baby, you don't know what you do to me. Between me and you, I feel like chemistry. I won't wait no one. 
come and take your place Cause the love you give, it can't be replaced See no one else, let me let you do That's why I don't mind, I spend my life with you I wanna please you, in any way I can with one of the like I guess they're the financial advisors 
Yeah, I think they're the financial advisors. You know, the people at the banks who uh, they have like their own office and shit. So I was with my mom at the bank the other day. And hold on, let me get some water. Gotta stay hydrated, you bitch. Anyways. <laughs> so I was with my mom at the bank the other day and she was taking care of some stuff. And I just happened to be in the room with the lady, uh, with my mom and the and the, the the bank teller, or the bank advisor. I don't know what the fuck. I'm just gonna say lady. Fuck, man, I'm so tired. So <laughs> we were in the bank, and uh, she starts asking. Well, m- my mom is like shifting some stuff around, uh, making me beneficiary to certain things or whatever, whatever. And the uh, the the lady, she starts asking me like personal questions, asking me like, oh, um, where do you work? What's your title there? Um, and then she had asked me if I was married. And I said, bitch, do I look married? Like, what? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I got, pretty, I got pretty heated in the moment. I was like, what do you mean? Am I married? Am I supposed to be married? Huh? Fuck off, man. <laughs> and the only reason, I'm going to be honest with you, the only reason I really, really got upset is because <sighs> there's a lot of things that tell you know, there's a lot of okay in society. You know, oh God, how do I how do I word this that doesn't sound R worded? Hmm. Okay, I was upset because I was single. That's all. That's really <laughs> that's really all it comes down to is that she was calling me out on my singleness. I think she could smell it on me. I was like, man, fuck you, lady. Even though you're really nice and you're helping my mom out, but fuck you, lady. <laughs> Fucking try to, you know, be on that bullshit. Um. I'm gonna keep it a bean with y'all, yo. I've been uh, what's the word? God, can you guys do you guys love my berry my berry white voice? Yeah, girl, you already know what it is. Can't get enough of your love. You feel me? <laughs> I've been fe- I've been um I've been feeling real like, you know, envious lately. Oh, why, but why have you been feeling envious, Bunzi? Well, let me tell you, um. I told I've mentioned this before a bunch of times that the winter time is a real like hard time to get through emotionally and mentally because you know okay it it really and truly stems from the things that I were I was telling myself when I was a late teen and what I mean by that is like you know I think we all for the most part most of us if not all of us we told ourselves when we were younger, 18, 19, 20, that we wanted our life to look a certain way. We wanted to uh, accomplish certain things and we wanted to uh, obtain certain things, whether it be tangible or intangible. Right. And I feel like this is something I've also talked about before. So <laughs> but it's just it's just how I've been feeling lately where it's just, you know, like the 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 letdown of not obt- not of not obtaining those things not achieving those things or um n- not having my life look a certain way it's really i mean most days i'm i'm fine with it you know most days it's like it's it's not a problem it's cool i'm doing exactly what i'm supposed to be doing anyways but then i have days like today where it's just like i'm not i want to say that i'm a failure or that i feel like um, I've missed opportunities or I didn't do things that I wasn't supposed to do because I don't, I don't want to live with regret. I think everything I did is kind of set in stone, but it's just, there's just an underlying feeling of, you know, I guess emptiness. 
and I'm not really sure what it is I'm supposed to do in order to fill it. Um, I'll tell you this, like I've mentioned before, and I'll continue to mention, um, this podcast helps, you know, being able to just come in here, scream into the void, hoping someone listens. <laughs> and what's crazy is that people have been listening. When I was at work yesterday, I had a very interesting, um, interaction with a work friend. Um, shout out the manager from kids Foot Locker. I walked into the store and uh, like immediately she said hi, and then immediately she was like, "Oh, when's the next episode?" And that I'm not gonna lie, like that threw me for a loop. Hold on one second. That threw me for a loop. I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting. I have I have the information, um, and I can see how many people listen to each episode, um, and it's. I guess it's I guess what's what's most surprising is that people who don't really know me on a super on a super personal level are listening. So when she had said that, excuse me, when she had said that, it, it did my head and I was like, oh, shit, like. There are people that listen to this that actually care about it, and, you know, I think that's they care about my well-being enough to at least pay attention to what I'm saying. And that's always been just enough for me, for the most part. <laughs> but I just want to say shout out to her, man, for for listening. And honestly, the rest of all, of, the rest of all of you, the all all of you for um for taking the time, man. It, it really means a lot. But to touch back on what I was saying earlier, it's just I feel like I always talk about social media a lot because I feel like social media is such a is is such a polarizing thing. You know, it's this huge entity and people, um, people, people, it, it, it's tricky because it's like, you know, as a, as a content creator, as a person who has social media, it's like, do you put your, the rawest version of your life up? Like, do you put, cause you know, social media for the most part is just glamorizing the best parts about your life no one ever really except for twitter no one ever truly talk for example instagram no one really talks about the um their flaws you know the things that make them human we're constantly i mean for the most part it's it's not that it's posts are you see or look how great my life is look at what i'm doing with my life which is fine which is fine i, I don't want to make anyone feel bad for um Sorry, yo, I'm scratching the shit out of my leg. Can you hear it? Fuck. Should be like I got a mosquito bite in the middle of January. Fucking my luck. So I don't want to make anyone feel bad for, you know, posting the, the, the good things about their lives. You should feel good about that. And if that's what you want to post, it's your account. That's just how social media works, right? <coughs> the problem I'm having is, I guess, letting people in too much. I've always said that when I have kids or get married, no one's going to know. No, like I'm going to tell my close friends. Uh, I'll probably mention it. On, I'll probably even talk about it. I'm more likely to talk about it on the podcast than I am posting it on social media. Because I think as a collective, you know, um, I don't know. Maybe this might, might make me sound bitter, but we I, it's probably a, a bitter sentiment, but I don't care. <laughs> 
people 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 post their okay i i know this girl from high school um and i obviously don't want to say her name but i know this girl from high school and she got married oh fuck i don't remember but i just remember when she got into the relationship all her instagram posts were that okay she got engaged all of her instagram posts were that she got married all of her instagram posts were that i have yet i went to her page the other day because i completely forgot that i followed her because i muted her because of that <laughs> i got her i was like i don't want to listen i don't want to see any of that shit because i'm lonely right um i i saw that and i was like oh well okay so i went to her page and i saw no pictures of the guy anymore and i was like huh that's interesting now, me being the cynical person, pessimistic person I can be sometimes, I thought to myself, I was like, did they get a divorce? Huh. Interesting. And I was just like, I, that's, I would, I'd, I'd rather keep the personal stuff like that off of social media. But I'm all, I'm, I'm eventually going to struggle with it because it's like, oh, you can post on, you can either post on social media or you could talk about it on your podcast what what fucking difference does it make you're still people are still going to know about it and it's like yeah that's true i just feel like because it's done behind the, uh, the the social media umbrella it's just i don't know it's always felt weird to me um i actually want to play a clip that really resonated me resonated with me sorry when i heard it um this clip from a fellow content creator. I actually, we used to be, uh, what would you call it? When I worked at Champs, he worked at Champs, and he was the manager at another location. Um, and he posted a clip. And I want you to listen to it. Looking woman, and I can guarantee you there's a flaw in her. Because it doesn't have to be what's on her, it could be what's in her. We think because... We changed this, we changed it here. No, we didn't. You just changed the body. Be your own person, be yourself, be who you are. Maybe these guys may not like you, but these guys will. Sometimes the best way to fit in is not to fit in. My hair is not growing back. I shaved my head bald, Facts. grew a beard. Relatable, relatable. Care. Certain girls like it, certain girls don't, but I love me some me. I love this, this is who I am and I'm only changing because I want to change not because girls want me to change not because women want me to change this is what I enjoy enjoy you when you enjoy you people will enjoy you yo what's up I can tell us something about you tell me do you want to talk about talk about you say you got a lot on your mind sit down let's talk about talk about I hate to see you feel this way so tell me what can I do to make it better for you, make it better for your baby. Hey, yeah, 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 I've been looking alone too long for you not to talk about. Oh, 
Went from my nigga serving it by the telly The venues in Manchester just swerving with Balotelli The fuck are you trying to tell me? Bothers me when you gotta play therapist That shit's embarrassing to even bring up these niggas Make the comparison They just gotta forgive me This watch is a 150 Still ain't got the time for a bitch to be acting iffy Running through the city with niggas I give a kidney Selling under 150 You niggas gotta be kidding Is this even still a discussion? Don't you ever wake up disgusted Every million I gain an enemy or a cousin And people's feelings have changed ever since I became something Girls are becoming ladies and my friends are having babies And babies are dropping dead in my city This shit is crazy And I don't know if speaking on it helps This is shit that's on my mind I just keep it to myself, you know Can you talk to me? Let's talk about it Talk about it Tell me what you need Just tell me, baby Tell me, baby said a lot of nothing <laughs> I've been talking for as long as I've been talking and I've said absolutely nothing but you guys know the vibes man especially like this you know the vibes it's just a nigga rambling man um I, I honestly man I've been feeling like uh, blah <laughs> it's truly just the best way to put it is blah this time of the year is just the worst. Uh, I can't wait to just fly through. Um, I can't wait to fucking just fly through February and fly through March. Because, uh, you know, March March is going to be some bullshit here. At least, at least I think. Yo, can we talk real quick about paper straws? And they're just like... like I get it. I get it. Okay? Environmentally friendly. We want to care. We worry about the, the sea otters and turtles and shit. I get it. I get it. But can we find something that's maybe a fucking? I, ugh, I get it. You don't want water creatures choking on a fucking plastic. I get it. Okay, I understand. But could we maybe find a similar substitute that's not paper? Because I swear to God, I it it is immediate, immediate disappointment every time I open up a bag of takeout food and I see. A paper straw. And you know who's notorious for that? A&W. I love your food. I think you, the spicy habanero chicken burger is your best burger. But the paper straws, you got to you gotta do, you got to find something better, man. Any, it, it'll, <laughs> you must, they must not understand that, like, it, I can't explain it. It's so, because it's so frustrating every time I take a sip from a, a drink with a paper straw. It's like, what is this? Can we find maybe some biodegradable plastic? Is that, is that a thing? Did I even use that word right? I got to sit here with a combo with a drink 
and fucking the drink will just sit there and the straw will just get soggy after 10 minutes of it's like, I don't want to do that. Ah, <sighs> 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 oh, man. I feel like I'm going to be playing a lot of music because I don't have shit to say. I mean, I got shit to say, but I don't really got shit to say. It's just going to be, uh, Yo, could y'all date someone? Could y'all date someone with the same birthday as you? I was having this conversation with my friend the other day. And actually, yo, real quick. Ladies, why won't you date? Why do most of y'all not want to date a guy younger than you? Why does that bother you? It's it's. I've always found that like just interesting. Not weird or fucking stupid or anything, but... <laughs> I was just always curious, like, why, why do you, um, why does that grow, like, uh, I don't know if it grosses you out, but it makes you feel a way. Does it make you feel like you're dating your younger brother and you're fucking your younger brother? Hey, I want to share something with y'all with real, real quick. I know I'm bouncing all over the place with topics right now, but y'all niggas will follow me. Appreciate it. Um, uh, I did something, um, <laughs> hold on, let me get some water real quick. Mm. I did something. I did something I've never done before. And for uh I hope I hope anyone that's listening to this and they might have kids, I hope they're not anywhere near the speaker. So this would probably be a great time to get them away <laughs> from the speaker. So um I beat my dick in front of the mirror the other day, and, <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't realize how I didn't realize how big my shit was. I, all right, let's just move on. I don't want to talk about that. Let's just uh, keep on pushing. Actually, I want to tell a story because I don't know if I've told the story, but I'm gonna call my friend who's like the number one fan of the pod, and she would know more than anything else if I've told this story. And if I have told the story, I can just tell another story. Is it twelve forty four? Is she sleeping? Yo, are you sleeping? What's up? Oh, you're bozzled. Okay, yo, real question, real quick. Um, have I have I told I've told the shit story on this podcast, right? What shit story? Um Yeah, I've told I it actually just hit me. I think I I think I did talk about it where the girl she she shit in her bed. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Yo, you're balls with you. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> bye. All right, bye. <laughs> oh, fuck. I don't know. I don't know if I told the story. But I have another very funny story. Um, It's actually pretty gross, to be honest. Um, Yeah, it's a pretty gross, pretty gross, but unfortunately a hilarious story to me. So I'll, I, I, I actually was told this story. I'd say in 2017. Um, actually, one of my former employees told me the story. So this guy goes, to, this guy I think was her friend or maybe it was her brother's friend. I can't remember. But guy goes to the club with his boys. He meets a girl and they they start making out like right away. You know, the, the night's hot. They're both hot. And they start making out right away. 
you know, touching and feeling and kissing and licking and all that shit niggas do in a club in the dark with bitches. So, <laughs> so, um, you know, they're doing whatever. And he was like, he, she was, uh, he was like, oh, um, did you want to come back to my place? And she was like, yeah, that's cool. Um, and keep in mind, you know, it's a club, right? So the music's loud, drinks are flowing, everyone's kind of having a good time. And it, it's just, it's, it's the, it's kind of the, you're setting the tone to ask someone to come back to your place. If you're at a club, it's kind of the underlying tone of the whole setting. So he was like, Oh, do you want to come back to my place? And she was like, yeah, it's cool. But, um, I have a hairpiece. Like, is that cool with you? Like, you know, and he was like, hair, Oh yeah. Hairpiece. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Like, let's, let's make a move, make a move back to the crib. And she's like, Hey, like, you know that I have a hairpiece, right? Like, it's cool. He's like, yeah, like, it's fine. But blah, blah, blah. in his mind, he's like, yeah, like, she's bald or whatever. I don't care. She's got a wig or whatever. I don't care. She's hot. So, you know, they, they, they get, they get crazy. They start, um, they start fucking, right? They start doing the grown up, that grown thing. You feel me? <laughs> Anyways. So, <laughs> so, uh, they start fucking, they finish fucking and, he had said like he had said he was behind her and he was, you know, going to pound town and he was really ripping her hair and her hair was on like tight. He was like, man, this is a real strong ass wig I thought for a ball bitch. So, <laughs> so excuse me. So bong, like after they're done sex, after they're having sex, done having sex, she's in bed and they're in bed. Sorry. And he's like, yo, I thought you said, like, I thought you were bald. I thought you had a hairpiece. And she was like, no, I said I have herpes. Is that grounds to kill someone? I'm just, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. If I meet a girl and then she says herpes to me in the club, we're both drunk. Take her back to the cribbo. Sure, sure, how I live. Oh, I beat, and then she tells me she has herpes. Could I kill her and get away with it? Is what I'm asking. Because, <laughs> because I don't think that I have, I don't have the mental stability to deal with herpes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. probably try to slap her on the way out the door i don't know what I'm, i don't know what i would do but that story makes me laugh every time i tell it <laughs> and this is just a clear case to anyone who's listening don't this isn't even gender specific don't don't just go home with anybody from a club i know the temptation is at its highest in that moment but i've never even really been that person Partially because I'm shy, but it, I've always been worried about like catching some shit, dog. I'm not gonna lie to you. During my clubbing days, I would always watch my friends um, make out with girls. Part of me was jealous, but part of me was like, "That's gross." <laughs> That's gross. Yeah, I never did it at clubs, but for whatever reason, it felt acceptable to do it at bars. Don't ask me why. I, my my thought process as a young adult, I used to think I was so smart. 
and so mature because I had older friends, A, but B, I used to think that like my moral compass was higher than everybody else's. <laughs> I wasn't sufferable at 2021, I swear to God. And shame on you to all my friends who never told me. God, talk about having honest friends who just lie to you. I'm an island boy. <laughs> oh, they still made me laugh. Uh, even all this time later, they made me laugh. Because they really thought that, like, they had, um, they had, like, enough popularity to do, sorry, to do, um, like, they thought that they had enough. It's just funny to me because they thought that they had enough um, clout, as the kids are saying, to do some shit like that. Like you can go out on, you think you could book shows and do a tour. You think you're uh, <sighs> fucking kids, bro. It's not even kids. It's just them. Those two. Like that was the funniest shit of all time for them to think that they were able to uh <laughs> they were able to fucking do that shit man there's a Vince Carter documentary on Amazon Prime that I want to check out looks pretty dope looks really dope actually i'm sure it's going to highlight his years through um uh his career but mostly it's probably going to focus a lot on his Toronto Raptor days because there was a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that happened that I don't think a lot of people truly know about with his uh, departure from the Raptors. So that'll be that'll be pretty dope to see. Uh, I finally watched the Eternals movie. I liked it. I liked it. Um, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it yet. I still haven't seen Spider-Man, so shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> but the Eternals movie was good. Um, ended on a pretty good note, so I was happy with the movie. Um, but the ending credit scene with, uh, I forget his name, Dane something, uh, it teases the, the other, another Marvel su superhero black Knight, uh, which I'm super excited for. Um, but there was a voice at the end of the trailer and it says, as he was about to touch, I think it was the Ebony Blade. All right, guys, I'm about to geek out on this shit. So he was about, Black Knight was about to touch the Ebony Blade, which essentially, I, I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, gives him his powers. Um, as he's about to touch the blade, um, you hear a voice in the background, and then the guy turns, and he's like, are you sure you're ready for that, Mr. whatever his last name was? So I did some, obviously I Googled it, and they said, yo, that's Mahersha Ali. I can't pronounce his first name, but that actor, he was in Luke Cage. Y'all remember him? Um, he he's playing Blade, so I was told that the I was informed that the the in the after credits the voice that we that we heard was Blade's voice. So I'm very excited um, for Blade to finally enter the MCU. Um, I had already known that he was gonna be part of Phase Four, which is pretty dope. I'm also looking forward to Moon Knight. Moon Knight's gonna be super sick. Um, and I didn't even realize that they casted for these people yet. I just thought we were still waiting on. Uh, announcements for what was going to happen, but I, I guess they fucking, um, I guess they fucking decided that they're, they're they've already found ways they're they've already filmed. It looks like they're done filming. They're just looking to release sometime soon. So I'm pretty excited for that. She Hulk as well. They've casted for She Hulk, so I'm really excited about that. 
Um, what else? Oh, <laughs> I forget her name, and I don't really care to remember. I think it's Letitia Wright. I don't remember her name, but Shuri from Black Panther. I, uh, if you guys remember, or if you remember hearing, she refused to take the vaccine, which essentially would remove her um, from filming because Disney, I think, made it a rule that like, yo, if you're not going to be, uh, if you're not going to be vaccinated, you're not going to fucking, you're not going to act. You're not going to act in this movie. I'll tell you that right now. Um, so that happened. And now <laughs> IGN, which is one of the not greatest publications, but they're actually, they're not, they're not, but IGN had reported that, uh, sh- she was going to resume filming after, uh, recovering from an injury. It's like, come on, man. People know it's it was worldwide news that she didn't want to get vaccinated, and that's why they were gonna move a, they were gonna move along without her. Uh, so that was that was pretty interesting to me. But it looks like she's gonna be back. Um, William Duke, if I'm not mistaken, is the actor's name. His role um, has gotten bigger in Black Panther two, and he just got a raise. So who knows what we're going to who knows what we're going to see in Black Panther 2 uh Wakanda Forever so this this is going to be there have been so many fan theories about what they're going to do they said they're going to make Shuri Black Panther they're going to bring back Killmonger he's going to be Black Panther there's just a lot of things that have been popping up and I'm very curious to know um which direction it's going to go you know rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman but no one is going to even come close to that to that performance that performance is goaded and it will forever be that
Here we go. Can y'all really feel me? Baby girl. East Coast, feel me. Uh -huh. West Coast, feel me. Can you feel us? Dirty South, dirty, dirty. Can y'all really feel me? Feel it. East Coast, feel me. Say what? West Coast, feel me. Uh -huh. Dirty South, dirty, dirty, dirty. Can y'all really feel me? I got pickin' pickin'. East Coast, feel me. Uh -huh. Post it, but remember, I remember I gave that uh, that text, that text conversation between a man and a woman. Um. <laughs> so yeah, you remember me post? I, I talked about that, and I didn't really say too much because I thought it was pretty obvious 
and I thought it would be pretty obvious to everyone listening that that was the biggest crock of shit that a woman has probably ever said to a man in the history of time. Uh, it was not obvious to everyone. One of my female, can I say female? Is that a word that still, is it banned now? I don't think I'm allowed to say it, but I'm going to fucking say it. Uh, one of my female listeners, she, she hit, she, she's like, Hey, she messaged me on Instagram and she was like, Hey, um, really loved the last episode. You're really funny as usual. But why did you think, why, like, why did I feel like there was undertones of you being um aggressive or not what was the word she used fuck i wish i had it because i blocked and deleted her after this happened Uh, (laughs) um um i forget the word i think it was something like aggressive like why do i feel like that you were being more why do i feel like there was an aggressive uh thing towards her in the situation and i was like what do you mean and she was like well everything she said in that was correct like no woman wants to waste her time on a man who isn't proactive in the situation of helping find a solution to whatever problem they have. And I said, oh, so if a man can't provide uh, money for you, he's useless. And she's like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that in order for in order for most women to take men serious, they have to be proactive in any solution that a woman presents. And I said, that's very interesting because... Aren't women adults? Aren't women critical thinkers? Aren't women smarter than men? Why do you need us to to <laughs> to, to figure it out? And she's like, oh, you just don't get it. I said, you're right. I don't get it. And then I blocked her and deleted her because I don't, I, I don't get it. You're right. I don't get it. <laughs> and I'm not going to try to figure it out. Mm. Shit is wild, man. Shit is wild. Um, and on that note, I let's get into Bunsy's blunders. <laughs> this one is pretty much on topic with. Oh, excuse me. I've been real gassy. Ugh. Excuse me. I don't know what's going on. But this one is pretty much in line with what we were just talking about. Um, talking about uh, women who or men who are, I guess, in their eyes, not good men if they can't come up with a solution for them. Um, It's kind of like in that realm. Uh, And this one comes from Hinge. And (laughs) the prompt is, my love language is. And then she says, so the, the prompt is my love language is. And then she says, whatever you want, baby, is my love language. Or what's your cash app? You see, we see it as, I listen, we see it as men all the time where there are women who only see the value of a man and the amount of money that he brings. I've talked about this before about, you know, conditional love that men have. Men got a pretty shaky deal in this world. We, we, uh, we're not loved unconditionally. Women and children and even dogs and cats are loved unconditionally. But not men. We're loved and I'm talking I'm talking I'm talking in in uh intimate dating setting. We're loved conditionally. Um and that's something I've noticed the last like couple years. Um 
not to say that like I haven't met some great girls in my in my in my time that I've that I fucked up, you know, like situations that I fucked up. Like I had this I I met this really sweet girl. I think I might have even talked about it on the pod before. And I let my I let my fucking my insecurity and thought process of, oh, maybe it's greener on the other side. I let that plague my mind and into thinking that I didn't like it was going to be better elsewhere. When, to be honest, she would have been probably the first girl who ever really loved me for me. Yeah, I can confidently say that. She, I had, I had flaws. I had all these things about me that were not likable in my early twenties, and she, she loved me for it. So I've definitely fucked up some situations that I wish I didn't. <laughs> but it's okay. It is like it is what it is, right? Fuck, you know what's crazy? I actually almost, I almost slipped the other day and messaged, and messaged her. But I had to run it through two of my girlfriends first. I was like, yo. Should I message her? The first girlfriend, she said, yeah, you should do it. And then the second one said, that was a bad idea. Now, whenever someone tells me, whenever someone, whenever, yeah, whenever, <laughs> I don't know what's going on with English today. I'm fucking lost. Whenever someone tells me that something's a bad idea that I'm about to do, I'm more inclined to listen to them. So I was like, why do you think it's a bad idea? And then she's like, well, um, it's very ego driven what you want to do. It's not, it has nothing to do with um, her at all. It's, it's, it's just, it, it, you want to apologize because basically what I wanted to do was just apologize. Um, and just kind of, sorry, I'm responding to a text. Um, I, sorry, where did I leave off? Okay. Yeah. So let me just tell, I guess tell you the story. I kind of did her dirty. I didn't cheat on her or anything, but I just left the situation high and dry after dating for almost a year. And I never really gave her an apology. So I, all these years later, I'm like, fuck, let me give her an apology. Uh, but my friend was like, no, don't, don't do that. Don't interrupt her life and uh, fuck up whatever she's got going on because you feel bad. And I was like, damn. I was like, yeah, you're right. Like it is, it is be- it, the only reason why I would want to message her is because I feel bad. No matter how I was trying to spin it, it didn't really make a fucking difference, you know? I don't I shouldn't I shouldn't interject her life to to say I'm sorry for something that happened however many years ago. You know what I mean? If she hates me, that's fine and understandable because I didn't handle that <laughs> I didn't handle that situation the best. Um quite poorly actually. Um and you know, I can't force whatever bullshit apology that I was going to make sound genuine on her. Hold on, let me get some water real quick. It just wouldn't be fair to her, you know, and that's part of growing is <laughs> realizing that, you know, it's an ego check, man. It's all an, it's all an ego check. There was a book um, that two of my friends uh, recommended to me a couple years ago, and one of my friends actually got it for me for my birthday. And I've been so enthralled with this book because it's uh how would you put it it's 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 a real it's a great it's a great perspective book you know i think i've talked about it before it's called be here now and there was a very specific line 
that has stuck with me since then. And the line goes, when you remove the ego, there can be growth. Something along that. I'm paraphrasing because I don't think that's a direct quote. But essentially saying when you remove your ego. Excuse me. (laughs) That's the only way that you can grow from any situation is learning to take yourself out of it, not be not necessarily so emotionally intertwined in the situation, but just know that or have an understanding that whatever the situation is or whatever is being said or whatever, it's bigger than you. If that makes sense. Shit, shit just doesn't revolve around you all the time because you're hurting, you know? I feel like I do that a lot where like I'm, if I'm hurting for whatever reason, I'll like everything has to be about my feelings. You know, and that's not fair. I don't think that's fair because what I've noticed is when I've done that, it's just been a constant circle of anguish and pain and then pain caused onto others. And it's like, that's not right. That's not right. So you, you remove the ego and you remove any stunt on growth. And that's always stuck with me. It's kind of stuck with me. I learned it. I learned it two years ago. Mm. I was seeing this girl and I kind of wanted her to take me serious, but she didn't want to. So I had to understand that, like, you know, it wasn't me that she didn't want to take serious. It was just she wasn't ready. Um, So I had to take the ego out of it. I had to take the ego out of it and understand that, like, this isn't about me. It's about her. And how she's been feeling. So it was, it was that was a tough pill. I've been swallowing a lot of tough pills lately. Pause. <laughs> about life and uh, just yeah, just about life and the expectations and a lot of the things that I once stood on. I'm sure I've said that before. The things that I've stu- stood on uh, as an adult, morally young adult, are being tested. Life is testing my gangster, and I'm crumbling under pressure. <laughs> but that's how you grow, man. And you, you, if you can look back and think, hey, I was wrong in that. Or I said this, and that wasn't right. Accountability. That's a hot word. A hot word of our, the society we live in now. No one ever wants to take accountability. And it is what it is. It, I, I don't want to say it is what it is, because that's a very lazy statement, but... What can you do? You cannot force anyone to see the wrong that they've done to you. You can't. You got to hug the L and keep it pushing. If you if if all of us were to if all of us were to sit back and try to convince the person that hurt us that they hurt us, we would have a lot we it would be it would be one of the most difficult tasks I think ever. We're tr- it's like it's like talking to a brick wall. We're trying to we're trying to convert a blind person to a person that can see. That's that's essentially what that is, right? And it's like it doesn't work that way. Speaking of blind uh, blind people, I saw I saw a video of Stevie Wonder shooting a basketball the other day, and I didn't really know what the fuck to play. <laughs> Yo, play that shit. Won't you?
kind of want to get off the apps. I'm at a crossroads with it, truly. I want to, I want to get off the apps, but I also want to keep providing content for Bunsy's Blunders. <laughs> like I, I can't. I, uh, I, I feel like I have to commit to it. But I, because you know what it is. Um, um, the other day, I would say that was about a week ago. A week ago, about a week ago. Anyways, I was getting. A lot of matches on all the, on all of them, except for Bumble. Bumble is the absolute fucking worst. It's the worst. But on Hinge and Tinder, I was getting, who like, hold on, just pause real quick. I don't. This doesn't happen to me often. I'm gonna be clear. I don't get a lot of matches in succession often. So one day I'm home. I'm chilling. And I'm swiping and I'm just getting match after match after match after match after match. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And these are like some fine ass girls. I'm not going to hold you. Right. But like I said, this stuff doesn't happen to me all the time. I don't get um, what's the word? I guess attention. I don't really get like that, that serious amount of attention from from women. And I I said this before. I've never really had game. Any amount of pussy I ever lucked myself into was luck. I laughed the panties off. So I don't I I, I not, the the attention that I get from women has always been, um, God I I love it I love attention from women I truly do I'm not gonna sit here act like I don't when I got the fresh baldy and my beard lined up talk to me nice anyways I'm getting all these matches and all these matches and I'm like fuck like this is a this is a lot I never I was not expecting any of this to happen today out of all days but whatever it's happening and I'm 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 you know. Michael Scott said this, and it stuck with me. Michael Scott from The Office. He, he said this, and it stuck with me all these years later. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take, Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky said it, but Michael Scott also said that Wayne Gretzky said it. So technically, Michael Scott said it. So <laughs> I sent out, realistically, I think the number was like, probably like nine. I sent out nine outgoing messages to women. I'm so lazy at this point that I can't... F- I can't, I cannot come up with something clever for, for because it's if it, it, if the off chance that they don't respond to something that I thought was clever and I conjured up specifically for them, I'm gonna be shattered. So <laughs> I send a funny gif, a funny hey gif. It's Jimmy Fallon. He has hey, and he's like hey. I'd say six out of ten times it works. This day, for whatever reason. None of them, none of them. Like okay, none of them. I mean, zero for nine. I shot zero for nine from the field with that gif, and it just. I was like, okay, um, because you know, I I never want to put out the attitude that women are, are are obligated to talk to me, or no, sorry, that I'm obligated to a woman's time, or that she has to talk to me, or that um she has to respond to me. They don't have to do any of that stuff. I do have a question as to why you swiped right and would match with me, but that's neither here here nor there. That's kind of just the feeling that I've been having, where it's like, okay, we're we're, we're throwing out these these messages and it's constant, and I'm not getting anything back from these women. I got a couple messages back, like three four days later, and then the conversation was flowing, and then they stopped talking. So I'm like, oh, okay, now. Like I said before, I'm. I feel like 
I'm I don't I don't I don't jump out the window with the sex talk because I think it's you attract you'll attract more with sugar than you will with shit. Remember that that's a bar. Put it on a T-shirt. I'm not going to just jump out the window, start talking about my dick and shit like it's just weird. Okay, and women, for the most part, don't want to hear that. Hold on. Let me get some water real quick. So I keep all the sex talk and all the weirdo talk like my friend. She sent me a DM. Uh, she sent me a DM between her and this guy. And I think she slid into the DM and the guy had like zero personality, like zero, zero personality. And then he called her weird and how he's in how she's insensitive because she made a joke about him it was a very lighthearted joke. But it was just like, what? You know, but nonetheless, just to re- remove myself from that. Um, I just want to get rid of the apps, but I'm so, excuse me, I'm so committed to like finding content for you guys because I know that you guys like it. I know you like it. You can sit there and act like you don't. You'd be lying to yourself, but I know you like it. And I want to continue to do it because it clearly makes people laugh. You know, it clearly makes people laugh and makes people happy. And that's all I really want to do with this podcast, man. You guys know the vibes. Um, yeah, man, I feel like I've been talking for too long. And by talking, I mean just saying words, words and vibes. I have no thought process to this episode whatsoever. <laughs> it's just been constant, like just, you know, truly, truly at its essence and at its core, a nigger rambling on this episode, man. I just needed to get on the mic and get some shit off and just kind of feel better about the day and feel better about myself. And I hope, uh, you know, along the ride, you guys have felt good. And felt better about yourselves with me, man. Um, I thank you guys for listening. Uh, I'm I'm probably gonna I'm gonna get up out of here, man. I love y'all truly. Thank you for listening. Um, I appreciate you. Um, like I said, I got some cool stuff coming, cool merch ideas coming. Um, so follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Bunsy B U N S I E E. I think Twitter is a different handle, but I don't remember it. Um, but on Instagram, I'll, I'm the most active there. Uh, so keep an eye out for that stuff that I got coming. Um, thank you guys, honestly, for here for being here. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. Shout out Jay-Z. Oh, my God. I didn't even talk about that. Uh, the Jay-Z, the Jay-Z uh, versus rumors with him and Lil Wayne. Listen, I want to make it clear. I Lil Wayne is Lil Wayne is probably probably my most favorite southern artist he even artists like on my top 10 list wayne is like (sighs) wayne is top wayne is top 10 for sure for sure for me for me this is david bunsey's list nobody else's wayne is top 10 i'm sorry i'm uh, uh, jay-z is for, okay, a lot of people might not know this. The song, fucking, now I'm blanking because I smoked. The Dr. Dre and Snoop song. Down, 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 down. Hold on, let me go fucking find it. Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre, when are we gonna get detox? Never, he said never, he said never. This song. Okay? I found out about two years ago that Jay-Z wrote 
Dr. Dre's verses, like his verse on the song. And that let me know right there. I was, I think I found this out maybe five years ago. That let me know right there. Jay-Z's the greatest of all time. Because how does a guy from New York, New York to the bone, how does he write such a, arguably one of the best West Coast songs of all time? Arguably. Might be the best co- best West Coast song of all time. That let me know. Lil Wayne can't do that. I don't even think, to my knowledge, I don't think Lil Wayne's ever really written for anybody like that before. To my knowledge. I could be wrong. But for it to have that impact? No, no, no. Sorry. Jay-Z is too well-rounded. His pen is too sharp. Even though Wayne, Wayne truly, he didn't, really, he didn't really write nothing. Neither did Jay, actually. It would be a good versus. It would be a great versus. And I think that would be the one versus where the fans would truly win. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm going to go. I'm going to go, guys. But as always, thank you for listening. Uh, I appreciate you being here, being part of this, whatever this is. <laughs> but I'm glad you're here with me. You know, I don't know where this leads. I don't know where the journey ends. But I'm glad you're fucking with me and riding this out till the wheels fall off, man. Um, I'm going to head out. And I'll see you guys next week. I love you. I appreciate you. Peace. It's been too long and I'm lost